Welcome to Moody's Mixer. Women with prostate cancer. Yes. I want to welcome you to the show this morning. Well, could be the afternoon if you're on the East Coast. I'm broadcasting live from Las Vegas. So it's just nine o'clock here where I am. We've had beautiful weather here. Just terrific. Went out, practice, hit some golf balls yesterday. You know, got some new irons or no, just some new wedges. So just enjoying my new life. Boy, actually played 18 holes on Tuesday. But just went and practiced, hit a few balls yesterday. And I found a couple of things out that, uh, can't play back to back. Can't play two rounds back to back. Not yet. But went out and just shagged some balls and actually just did worked on my chipping and pitching. You know, just really enjoying that part. But just the time. You know, just the time doing, you know, really doing nothing. But something you can enjoy you know i've played golf in the past and played a lot in the past you know i had a good foursome back in the late 90s early 2000 with my brother david and chuck lewis and jim young Boy, the four of us, boy, we had some battles on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting. But it was, you know, every Sunday we would get up, rain, sleet, sleet, snow, warm, hot, cold, didn't matter. We were out there. But it really allowed us to really bond to each other also. You know, it was a great, great outing, you know, playing golf. And, um, you know, so, you know, golf has always been a part of my life, you know. But that's a game you got to put the time into, you know. You know, to really be good at it, you have to put time in. It's not something you can go out and just you know, swing every now and then. You got to get out there and practice. At least most people do, you know. But anyway, so, boy, this journey has just been terrific, uh, I must admit. Um, And like I was saying, I've been wanting to play some golf the last couple of days and looking forward to Saturday. So I'm I'm playing every Saturday morning now. with this men's group, and boy, we, we have a ball out there, and it's been fun. 
So, um, you know, I'm playing golf and really enjoying it, you know, working, you know, just a little, not a whole bunch, you know, just kind of taking it easy, just slowing down. You know, the main thing what I'm trying to do with my life right now is just slow it down. So that's what I'm doing. I'm, um, pull back, slow down and taking it a little easy. But, you know, I'm, you know, what's different is, you know, my routine, you know, um, you know, just what I like to do probably every day, all day, the same thing every day, all week, all year, you know, I guess you can say I'm a creature of habit, but I like doing things different. You know, I don't, I've always, I always like to change and try to figure out, you know, can we, can it get better and better and better? You know, but that drive, you know, drives people crazy too. You know, because, you know, I'm always just trying to do something different. But that's just how it goes. So, boy, my body's feeling great. Um, just, you know, you know, everything's just feeling real good right now. Um, um, it's been a real, um, real, real good journey. And so, you know, I've been doing some things here at, at the house and, you know, making sure I'm staying on my routine, you know, with my um, treatment. And, and I guess I'm going to stop calling it treatments just in my lifestyle now. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And what's really going on is that I'm understanding more and more about the into workings of my own body, you know, understanding the cells and, you know, how they break out into different types of, you know, matter and what really creates the cell breakout of cancer. And so I was working with it with Kim, you know, she's in nursing school and she was just happened to be studying that section of understanding, you know, sales and what, how, how they're created, you know, so understanding all this, man, this has really been very interesting, very uplifting because I'm learning just what we have, what I have inside my own body and what it takes to have it at its optimal and this learning more and more has just been interesting. So, but we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that. We're gonna talk about some great times that has gone on. People have come to Las Vegas that I've met with, and just kind of give you an update what's going on. And you know, this journey is just getting more and more interesting, and it's and I'm loving it. And you know, it's just something that. You just remember. So stay on this journey with me. Look forward to talking to you this next 30 minutes or so. And call in. You can reach me at 404-557-2264. That's 404-557-2264. Hey, you want to talk about golf? You want to talk about what you're discovering about your own journey in life? Call me. This is Corey with Wyndham with Prostate Cancer.
Okay. All right. So I tell you, you know, the biggest change and that's been happening, um, I have to say is, is, is my mental, my mental awareness. You know, they talk about when you detox your body, that how your, 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 your mind just gets cleared. And, you know, I've always heard people say, yeah, just when you clear your mind and just, it feels like you're out of the clouds. And I've, you know, I've heard that before, but actually feeling it and, and having it respond in your, in your own body and your own mind has been an eye opener. And also what's, what's coming to that is my mental state of mind. You know, where am I mentally, you know, as I go through the day, as I do my routine, what, what drives me to do what I do and to respond how I respond, you know? So, you know, just mentally, I don't know if there are adjustments or are there just, you know, clarity. You know, which one is this, you know, am I, is it clarity or is something going, you know, is it something different? So just how you see things, how I see things are, 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 are different now. And maybe the exact same incident or, you know, something that happened or watching something, you know, may get a different response now. Why? It's because I see it different. Because I feel different. What's what, what's going on? And it's really been fascinating to experience some things that you've done in the past and some things that you've never done. How when you look at them, you see it for more than what, how it appears on the surface. I always remember in, in school, you know, when you're learning how to read and English and, and they talk about, you know, watch out for the red herrings, you know, the distractors, you know, the things that make you go away. You shouldn't go or, put into a formula that, you know, this ingredient is not needed. You know, it may not kill it all the way, but it may not make it be at its best by having this ingredient involved in it. So I always remember that because what distracts us or what distracted me in my life? You know, what were the red herrings that I would see that said, okay, yeah, man, I'm going to go this way or I'm going to try this. What was it? Red herrings. But they out there all the time. They're everywhere. 
And we talk about that clarity, being able to recognize what those distractors, what they are, those things that get us off path. So as I'm learning about my body and the makeup of it, you know, now I need all the ingredients to heal my body. And what are the, the distractors, the red herrings that are preventing me or could prevent me from my healing? And not so much just the, the things I need to do or the things I shouldn't do, you know, from a physical perspective, but also staying in a good mental perspective to keep fighting through it. Because this journey that I'm on and this journey that, you know, I believe we are each are on individually our own journey is how do we optimize that journey? And, you know, however you believe in your spiritual life, you know, what is that journey? And what makes us make these turns or these distractors or red herrings? Just like that beeper just going off. See, that's a watch. That's on the, the alarm is left on. And I only, I'm not even wearing a watch. But the beeper just went off because I wasn't wearing it. And it does it every 24 hours at that time. So I need to go turn that off so it doesn't happen again. But it was a distractor. And that happens in our life all the time. And even though that's something that's good, because that alarm may be telling me something, this is when I need to do something. But sometimes that ingredient is not necessary. And being able to discover what ingredients are necessary, that's how this journey has been. That I'm, you know, putting these ingredients together to, to move forward. So it's been real interesting and really fun. I, I, I will say this has been real fun. Real fun. Okay, that didn't sound right. I don't know if my brother listened, he'll call in and mess with me, but that's okay. But it's been a great journey. So as we go on and, you know, start discovering things about ourselves, 
How does it feel? It's as much as I thought I knew about myself. Finding something even more. And maybe it's not, you know, new stuff as it is how to do things differently. You know, I've always been a a heart pusher and I've always pushed myself to the limit. And I'm still doing it today. But I'm I'm doing it with a different focus towards different things. You know, they always says you know, one of the sayings is, you know, sometimes our, our biggest strength is our, our biggest weakness. And I see a lot of parallels of that in, in a lot of things. What makes it, what makes it parallel for you? And it's different. Wow. So call in, come talk to your boy, Cora, at 404-557-2264. 404-557-2264. Call me. All right. So I had me a smoothie this morning. As a matter of fact, the reason I kind of take the little pause, that's my pause for the calls. Take me a couple of sips of that smoothie. Okay. So physically, what's happening with me? Man, my body's just doing terrific. I'm about 151, 152 pounds. And I'm staying there. I've been there for several months with no huge weight fluctuations. So... So now I've had to buy some new golf apparel. So I went and bought me a couple of pair of slacks, new shirts. So I'm a small. I used to be a medium. I'm not a medium anymore. Not even close. Smalls fit me and I can pick up a couple of pounds and they still will fit me but I feel light so so now I'm wearing these clothes you know on the golf course now and got some new shoes 
I've been playing in gym shoes for the last several years. But I had been playing much. So I bought a couple of pair of shoes and get my wardrobe back together and you know, playing golf. You know. So I gotta get my game better, gotta get my look better, all that good stuff. Right? So, you know, how does that affect what's going on? I don't know. But what I do know is that the little nuances of the game of golf are starting to come in. And I mean that like when I started bowling years ago, you know, your average 150, 160, then you start getting up to that 175, 180 range. Now you start seeing, okay, I can get over, maybe I can average 190, which in bowling, that's considered par. So 190 bowler is par. So in golf, you can say a scratch golfer may be 72, which means, hey, that golfer is going to get 72 most of the time. You know, they can play the par for the course. Scratch golfer. Bowling's 190. Well, as you start getting better, but how you start getting better in most sports and what I found in most things in life, the fundamentals start coming into play, understanding the basics. So in bowling, start understanding the oil patterns how to read the boards, you know, under, you know, understanding the lane conditions, what ball to use. So when I was bowling back in the day, I had a, a hammer. That was a big ball back in the day, the hammer. And I had a Columbia U-Dot. I had the black one. Because the different colors actually had different hardness and depending on how soft or hard the ball was, that would tell you how much movement you would get on your ball. So, and the reason you see most good or great bowlers ball, they're going to have a curve or a hook in the ball. Well, one of the reasons is, you know, when you roll it like that, you got a little more room for error than just throwing a straight ball. You can have more consistent movement of the ball. So in order to be a better ball bowler, well, you got to understand how to control the ball better. Not throw it any better, per se, but understand those fundamentals. You know, and what ball to use? Because certain lane conditions, you know, I couldn't use a certain ball. You know, usually when you go bowling, you may have two or three balls. And, you know, when I first started, why folks got so many balls? You're only going to bowl with one. Well, what you don't know when you get into, before you get into the bowling alley, 
you don't know what the lane conditions are going to be. So you got to bring those balls in because each one of those balls does something a little different. So that's kind of translating into golf now. Now, before when I was playing in golf and, you know, those type of things in, about golf just didn't matter. It was just about going out playing and just tr hoping to get better just by, you know, playing with your groups or whatever, you know, not really understanding some of the nuances of the game. It's like, look, I'm not, not good enough to understand those nuances. You know, it just doesn't matter. Well, now I'm starting to understand the, the little nuances of golf that I thought in the past, well, if I'm, you know, if I'm not a scratch golfer or, shooting in the 80s all the time, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. These understanding the ball, club head speed, and, you know, arc angles, none of that matters. Well, if you, when what I started doing is understanding these little nuances, and it is making a difference because now I'm understanding the, the, the whys and, how to do certain things. Now, golf is a game. I still think you all, you know, it's kind of hard not to do it with any lessons. And I've had some in the past. And I would probably take some, you know, take some more. But I'm understanding some more of these nuances and it's improving my game. Not so much of I'm hitting the ball a whole bunch better. But knowing how, where to miss you know, working on the short game this is where, where you save the strokes and, under, and focusing on that and getting yourself out of trouble, now my scores are getting better. Not that I'm, not hit, not that I'm hitting the ball any better than I did before, but just understanding it makes an improvement. So those ingredients are kind of the same, but what has changed is the mental part of it thinking it differently. And so as I'm on this journey, you know, I'm thinking differently of how to deal with this. And it's differently than most. And the mental part of it is knowing that you the minority and really the minority in something like this. And I mean by that, I mean small percentage. So the noise or the red herrings you have to deal with, you have to, un you have to really be focused. You have to be connected somewhere. I'm connected to God saying, hey, uh, you okay? I just got to give it to him. That's for me. I believe that. Now, in saying that, as I go outside and listen and, you know, people think I'm a cuckoo. Man, why don't you just go have, you know, one of those treatments, man? 
just can't. I'm having too much fun in life right now. What I know is the chances are if I do one of those procedures, I'm probably going to have some issues down the road and sooner than later. So now my whole quality of life changes. That's the, that's the motivating reason. That's what makes me be able to do what I do and how I'm doing this now. Is because the choice is I want to live. I know how I'm being told to live out the rest of my life. And I think that's the mental freedom on that side of the ledger that I have. That, you know what? This is all right. Because I feel like I've handed off the ball. Or, no, I almost feel like I'm on someone's back. Or, you know, no, no, I hear it, it's just hit me. Now, I've never done this and probably would never do this. But when people jump out of airplanes and they hook up to the instructor or the, the pro and you, and they just attach you to them. But you're first, you got the bird's eye view, but on the back of you, the instructor has you. He's making sure that you fly properly or that nothing happens. I mean, that's what he's supposed to do. And they do it most of the time. But the point I'm making is that's the freedom that's there. That I feel that, man, I can do this and I got somebody who has my back. So my back, I'm covered now. I know I'm covered. Now, I can say I've always been a believer and believe I've been covered. But knowing it the way I know it now, it's totally different. So now this golf game that is so difficult to master has my attention for the rest of my life. And I'm saying that because you can play golf until the day you die. And whatever that number is, doesn't matter. 
but the fact on the day of my death, I played golf or could have played golf or was going to play golf, but just didn't wake up. That ain't too bad. So that's how I see this journey that, hey, this golf course, that's the rest of my life. So now I got to pick up all these fundamentals like I did with bowling and track and field and you know, everything else I've done in my life. You know, I've always tried to get the basics to be the best. So as I go through this healing, I know that learning and understanding the basics is the key to the healing. Being mentally ready is important because the distractions, the red herrings are going to be there. And they've always been there in our lives. Red herrings are always there. You know, my family just get tired of me because I'm always like, why? Wait, wait, that won't make make sense. Explain that. Because I'm always trying to find the red herring. And maybe that's, you know, the auditor, you know, as an accountant you know, auditing and implementing processes and systems your whole life. You know, you always got to find the weaknesses in the internal controls. Where are the weaknesses? Because weaknesses expose a lot more and bigger things that causes bigger problems. So constantly testing and monitoring those controls is what I'm doing now. I'm monitoring my body. I'm monitoring it mentally, how it feels. I'm monitoring by getting my labs. Looking at the comparisons. You know, in my field, we call those the trends. What are the trends of your business? So if you see a trend in your business, you have to make adjustments. No different with our our bodies, we got to make adjustments. But all businesses are not created equal. 
even in the same industry, even in the same niche, they're different. They perform differently. Both of them can have the exact same dollars of revenue, the same in with the same makeup of the same customers, type of customers. But their bottom line could be different because of how they perform. How did they handle that million dollars? You know, in certain circles it says, who's the best steward of these funds? So both of them got this million dollars in revenue and sales. But at the end of the day, one of them made more than the other. Because how they process things. The controls, the internal controls they had were better than the other. That's how they get different results with the same amount of money. But they did it differently. So if you keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result, every, you know, everyone's read that before. So what controls do is how when you're always monitoring them, it allows you to make adjustments to make sure they're always in, working in their optimal position. Body's the same way. Let's get, look at these indicators. Now, if I hadn't gotten this diagnosis, would I be as involved? And understanding this information the way I am now, probably not. So I know sometimes to make these changes, our backs have to be against the wall. Most business people, which, you know, 85% of the wealth comes from, you know, small business owners or business owners or equity positions. And so understanding that this wealth, what creates it is understanding the little nuances. So where are we with the little nuances? I don't know. But what I can say, we got the indicators. Okay, so when I kind of left, 
we're talking about some business concepts about the internal controls and monitoring. And I think most of us have been brought up to monitor our bodies by getting physicals and checkups. As I look, as I look back though, we never did anything with the data. So as, as an auditor, data is what we look for, to look for trends. We do a lot of analytical procedures, changes. So when we see these changes and we now have some, an indicator or some indicators excuse me, that tells, tells me there are some weaknesses in the system. And we need to bring it to management's attention that there are some weaknesses in the, in the controls that could have a material effect on, your, on the financial statements. Now you have to investigate. So my scores or my lab resort results results. See, I have to look at those and find the internal control weaknesses, especially the ones that may have some material weaknesses. Because if I can identify the weaknesses, I can fix it. So that's why understanding our bodies and what we have and what's going on is important. Because I can fix those weaknesses to strengthen up my controls. And now that's less likely that the financial statements are gonna have a material weakness. Now I can rely on those to say, hey, there's a high probability that these things are okay, that these numbers are right. So understanding probabilities and Material, material misstatements and materiality. You know, when is it important to say, you know, you can just pass on it? Or what areas can you say, you know what? It's not material that we need to worry about it. Even if there is maybe a material weakness in the internal controls, we just like, don't worry about it. Just go on, even if it's wrong, even if it is there. It's not going to impact the overall health or look of the financial statements. So, understanding my body is kind of the same. 
See, I've been one of those person that my life experiences has me here. Regardless of the outcomes of everything that's transpired the last 59 years. Doesn't matter. Because now I have all this data and I can run my analytics. I can look at and find my internal control weaknesses. I can go to management and let management know, hey, you have some material weaknesses. Thank you from above. We've identified them. We, how do you want to move forward to correct those? So when we come back next year, you're going to be in much better shape. So that's where I am. Just trying to get in better shape to get to be a scratch golfer. to get to be free of this disease. Just got to keep working the system. Keep monitoring. Look in. See how the controls are working. Find the ones that have potential material weakness of misstatement. Hey, I've been doing this my whole life. That's who I am. That's why I know I'm going to beat this. And I'm going to get that golf number down. That's all I'm going to be doing. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you. And this has been fun. It's always fun to be talking into this microphone. And it gets better and better every time. I don't know if the show getting better and better, but I feel better every time I do the show. So... This is my mental health day. 
So I want you to check me out on my website at coreymoody.podbean.com. Please follow, subscribe. I don't know all the terms, you know, with this social media stuff. You know, it's just a little different. You know, so I've been watching all of these YouTubes the last few weeks. A lot of stuff on golf. And I remember people saying, hey, you can get hooked on YouTube and all that stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Watching all this golf stuff. Subscribing to this channel and that channel. Wow. Something else. So anyway, hit the like, subscribe. Go back, listen to the older episodes. Tell a friend. And I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. See, they say, everybody says, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. The podcast to me sounds like the medium that is coming through, which sounds good, you know, but people don't say, I hope you enjoyed the radio. They would say, I hope you enjoyed the radio show. Right? So, if I'm saying it wrong, someone just call me, let me know, Corey, yeah, well, you, you have to call it a podcast for, for some reason I don't know yet. But I kept saying show. So, Wow. Anyway, thank you. And I'll see you next time. And I think I'm going to try this next Thursday. Thursday is a good day for me. I'm going to start doing these maybe 9 o'clock Thursday morning. It gets me into the weekend. You know, so I think I'm going to keep pushing this. Well, thank you guys for listening. No callers today. Maybe next Thursday. Don't be afraid to call in. I need to hear from you. right I'm gonna say good night good morning and goodbye